Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the True Creator Podcast. I have another amazing guest today, and I want to introduce her in just a second. But first, I want to give you a little bit of background as to what this podcast is really about this time. I have a series of interviews, and I'm interviewing people who are really building what I call building the new. And instead of getting stuck in this recreation mode, we're moving into how do we create this new earth that we really want to exist in. And what I find is fascinating, at least from my experience, is that we have maybe this idea of what that new world looks like. And it makes it, it's a little Puritan, right? It might be this idea that we learned in church when we were young. Uh, and there's a lot of things that we're not supposed to do if we're spiritual, right? Um, but what I've noticed is that what is happening is we're reformatting the things that we like and we're bringing them into the new world with a new idea around the potential and what that can look like and what that can be. And so I'm interviewing people who are doing just that. And this is why I'm so excited today to be talking with Ginger of the High Vibes Stripper. (laughs) So I wanted to just let you introduce yourself and say a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hey, I'm Ginger. I'm High Vibes Stripper on Instagram. I'm at the moment I'm creating spiritual content and mindset tips to help with strippers maintaining a high vibration at work and dealing with um, the negative energy and the negative um, energetic implications that can come with working in the industry that we might not necessarily be aware of. Yes. I love it. I love it. And I can feel your vibe today, (laughs) which is good because I feel like that also means that I'm very open, but you know, I ran into ginger on Instagram and, um, you know, I was saying this to you that immediately I knew I wanted to interview you because I felt, I felt your genuine vibe. I felt, um, you really are doing that work to just keep yourself so clean. And you're in an industry that so many people have misconceptions about, or they have ideas that it's a really, um, that it's not an environment that can be this beautiful experience or that we can't remain high vibe in that experience. So that's why I really wanted to talk to you because um, as the people who know me and who have listened to my story, they know that I have also been a stripper for a lot of my life, even pretty recently. And, um, and I loved it. And I liked to play energetic games in that realm. And I really like to, understand myself even more and you know it helps because I'm a sexuality teacher so it was also this really great playground for me to do sort of research (laughs) and to learn more about that realm as well but 
That's why I was so excited to talk to you because I know that the people who listen to this podcast are going to be really curious and really interested in your story and, and how, you know, I just kind of, not to put you on the spot, Ginger, but I want everyone who is listening to this or watching this, feel into that vibration that Ginger's giving off because um, it's so beautiful. I mean, if I could visualize it, it's sort of like, like really sparkly roses. <laughs> and so I think, you know, uh, it's, it's just, and you, and you do the work. So I, I'd love to hear, um, you know, what's your, what's your story kind of, how did you get into what you're doing now? Um, well, so I learned pretty early on in my stripping career, I suppose, (laughs) that um, there were a lot of spiritual elements to the industry. And um, I also sort of started to learn that sometimes the further I got away from the club, like when I was traveling, or even if I was traveling for work, I would um, delve deeper into my spirituality and I would become stronger and I, my vibration would increase. And when everything closed for quarantine, I knew that I was going to be doing a lot of inner work and I was doing a lot of inner work and I felt so much better spiritually. And I was kind of afraid of going back to work and everything sort of being undone. So I started to work on strategies that I could implement when I went back to work regarding how to maintain this positive energy. And then I just decided to spread the message and help out others who, because I mean, I, I feel as though if I'm experiencing it, then there's probably plenty of others who are as well. And I yes. was really interested <laughs> in helping. Yes. I love that. And it's true. I mean, I would get into, um, because even recently when I was dancing, uh, it was sort of my second job and I was doing the coaching and things like that. And so the majority of my life was spent talking about these spiritual things with people. So I'm very open with that. And I would, I would get into conversations with customers and with people in the dressing room who maybe less so with customers because they were there for, you know, (laughs) a specific, a specific service um, to raise their sexual energy. Uh, But people in the dressing room were really fascinated with, you know, the things that I was experiencing spiritually, a lot of them were doing the same work, but sort of covertly wanting to like be more um, spiritual, practicing manifestation. So definitely it's like this, it's like this undercurrent that's really happening with, I would say most of the dancers that I worked with and that, I mean, do you experience that or what do you experience at work? Um. Well, just when you mentioned before about customers, I'd just like to quickly say um, just before I started my level one Reiki training, I actually mentioned it to a customer and he actually gave me some advice for utilizing Reiki in the strip club, which I really didn't expect at all. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. We're all secretly like feeling that undercurrent. I love it. 
Yeah, and we were talking about um, Tibetan singing bowls and it was a conversation that I wasn't really expecting to have, but then I walked away from it being like, I need to stop not expecting to have that, you know? (laughs) I love that. I adore that. Yeah, we're in a different, we're in a different time. You know what I mean? We're, we're in a time uh, in human history where we're all experiencing something, you know, Mm. like that, that energy shift. uh, It's hard to deny. (laughs) Some people do. Some people are like, no, I want to live like this normal life, but really we're all experiencing it in some form or fashion and just getting comfortable with talking about it, I think. So I love that. I, I truly do. You know, I think that's so beautiful and it shows, you know, when people come into the club and I, I definitely want to hear your um, thoughts on this. In my experience, when people come into the club, I'm tuning into what it is that they're really looking for, you know, because there's the face value and then there's like the deeper aspect, the unnameable sometimes. Like, what are we really looking for when we go in there? And we could say, oh, we're just wanting to like, you know, party or look at sexy people or whatever or drink or, you know, whatever it is. But there's so much that's the undercurrent of why people are really going in there. Maybe it's touch. Maybe it's an energy exchange. Maybe they're just really wanting to, you know, feel connected to people. So, um, yeah, what do you experience with, and this is kind of one of the questions that we talked about, like the energy exchange with customers and what, what sort of interaction you have with them? Well, um, the way I see it, a lot of customers come into the club looking for a form of therapy. And, like, obviously the majority of our customers are men, not all of them, but most of them. Um, there's been a lot of really, I've experienced a lot of great generous customers throughout the years, but, um, unfortunately men are conditioned to suppress their emotions, which can really fester into a toxic inner environment. Completely. And then a lot of the time they're also extremely, well, not always extremely intoxicated, but a lot of them (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it gets there. It's sneaky. Alcohol. (laughs) like that obviously um amplifies the negative energy yeah this um it has the potential to transfer onto us as we like provide such a close intimate service to them yeah yeah I want to pause you there I want the listeners anyone who's listening or watching this you know, just think for a moment, um, you know, here in the U.S. By the way, Ginger's in Australia with your beautiful accent. I love it. Unless, <laughs> unless there are people listening from Australia and then it's not an accent. I'm the one with an accent. So, but, you know, here in the U.S., we've got, because everybody's doing the quarantine, there's the six feet rule, right? And how energetically sensitive have we become now that we all need to keep our distance from each other? And can you imagine for a moment, um, you know, being so close, touching people, touching, you know, people. And if you're an energetically sensitive person, you know, you're touching a lot of different people who have all these different energies. And just imagine for yourself the inner work that needs to happen for you to really feel good at the end of the day. So, yeah, tell me about that, Ginger, like. 
your experience is really beautiful. Um, I found that reminding myself not to take things personally and setting up energetic boundaries has really helped me feel as though I'm not losing as much of my energy onto customers and receiving theirs. Yes. Um, I always set the intention to only invite positive energy into my space and um, I'm always using an energy clearing spray. Mm. When I shower after work, I visualize all the negative energy that I might have, might have intercepted during the night just going down the drain. Mm. And I like will say to the water that's coming out of the shower, I'll say, thank you for cleaning me. Thank you for like, cleansing me. Thank you for the, like, the light you were giving my body. And th- that way I just I feel like I don't have anyone's negative energy preventing me from staying high vibe. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And it's so, it's interesting because this is something that you do for your profession, right? You do energy cleansing. And I imagine, and I've heard from you that this makes you very successful in the club. And I would like to put it out there to anyone to maybe do these energy steps for yourself. Because, you know, maybe as people who are conscious of energy and also working in a, a charged environment, you know, like a strip club, we're, we're more conscious of the work that we need to do to keep ourselves in that high vibrational place. But I really think this can apply to everyone. Those, those are great energy techniques. So you you uh, set the intention for positive vibrations only. Can you tell me a little bit about like how you do that so that other people can try it too? Um, I think it's more of an intuitive thing that I've just developed over the years. I mean, I've always sort of visualized like a globe of light around me. And um, a lot of the time people who aren't positive will automatically be repelled by that. Even if it's not in the most obvious ways, they just won't interact with you. And then you'll sometimes feel like in your gut when you're talking to them. Like I found, um, I didn't realize until maybe about a year and a half ago that when I was talking to customers and I felt like I felt myself get angry randomly, or if I felt myself yawn, or if I felt Mm. a, a change in my body that, that meant that I was getting energy from them that I didn't need, that didn't serve me. Mm. I think just trusting in your body and trusting what it's telling you is really important. I love that. Those are really good signifiers. When you, when you learned Reiki, did that really like help you connect with some of those things or a lot of it was intuitive, you said? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So a little bit of both. And, um, and then I love that you said that you get in the shower and you thank the water for cleansing you. Ah, I love that. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm kind of funny. I actually take at least one shower a day, if not two, because it helps me clean my energy. It's just mm. something that um, it works really well for me. So yeah, it's like an energy rinse. So I do something similar. Um, so let's see. Who do you work with, with High Vibe Stripper? Can you tell me how you got into that, how you created that and and kind of like where you're going with it? Well, it actually started out, um, I 
was going to write a book called High Vibe Stripper because I have um, a background in writing and editing and publishing. But once I started writing, I just couldn't stop and I knew that there was so much more than a book. So I started the Instagram and I'm working now to make some journaling prompts to help with um, mindset and raising vibrations. And I'm hoping to come up with a masterclass, but I'm very open to where it all takes me. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with the journey I'm on. <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah, I love, I love watching the journey. And um, in the few exchanges that we've had, as I said before, I really love your writing. So I'd love to see like a full book from you. <laughs> That would be amazing. And probably I'll end up uh, hiring you to edit my next book that I'm writing. So that would be okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm writing a book right now about play and um, play in the cosmic sense. Oh, yeah. So I'll I'll definitely be talking to you. I just thought of that. I'm like, oh, you do editing. (laughs) The person, (laughs) you'll get it. So beautiful. I love that. Um, so you started out, you were going to write a book and then it's now you do mindset coaching for other dancers, other strippers. Um, mostly it's very casual with, um, girls that I work with at the moment. And I found that I haven't even volunteered or sort of asked them that just come up to me since coming back to work and asked me for advice and asked me to coach them through things. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's just creating content on my Instagram. But I, yeah, definitely hope to expand on that. Yeah, definitely. Well, then I will open this up to those who are listening or watching. If you, uh, you know, want to have Ginger as one of your resources, let her know how. <laughs> let her know how she can help because I know this this woman has so much to give. So. Um, yeah, so let's see, uh, let me look at some of my other questions. What do you do to keep yourself inspired? Inspired? Um, I read a lot of books still. (laughs) That matches. That makes sense. Um, I go for a lot of walks and I make sure that I'm always setting new goals for myself and either creating rewards for them or visualizing the outcome as a reward. Mm. which um, sort of goes hand in hand with journaling as well yeah. and mindset training. I also love going back and grounding myself through meditation to call on that inspiration and to recharge. Yes, I love that. Can you tell me, you said something about you write down your goals and then you visualize them happening. Can you tell me a little bit about that process? Um. Well, I usually journal at night. I used to journal in the morning, but I've started journaling at night and I'll um, write down like 10 things I'm grateful for and 10 goals that I have. And then I'll choose one goal from the list and um, do a visualizing journaling practice where um, I like scripting, I suppose. I script an outcome. Mm. as a result of one of me having achieved one of those goals and sort of sit there visualizing it for a few minutes. I love that. I love that. And I love that feeling, you know, that, that happens when you visualize something and it feels like it's happening. 
and you're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> and then it happens later in real life. I and love. you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's sometimes it's so eerie. Like uh, sometimes it's so, so I have this practice that I have a gratitude journal and it's more like a manifestation journal because I write down, um, I write down a few things. I write down the things that I'm grateful for. I start with that. And then I write down the things that have manifested that because what I noticed what was happening is I would intend something, I would want something to happen and then it would happen, but I wouldn't really even notice it because Mm. it was just a part of my life. So like I'd offhand say, I mean, you know, Oh, I I'd really like to have a hamburger tonight. And then I'd have a hamburger later and there'd be this glimmer of, I think I remember wanting this, but because I wasn't paying attention, I, it didn't feel as real. And so when I started paying attention to all the things that I, you know, the things that I really deeply intended and the things that I offhanded intended, and I started writing down everything that manifested into physical reality, I was just blown away. I was like, oh my God, I, this is quantum. Like there's no doubt about it. I'm living in a quantum reality that I'm creating, you know? So I love that practice. It's really powerful. And the visualization aspect is, is um, part of it. Cause the third thing that I do is then um, I talk about after I've gotten myself all pumped up, like I'm so grateful. And these are the things that I've already created. And then I say, okay, now I want to create this. Like I start imagining and doing that visualization. So I think I'm going to spend a lot of today doing that and playing with it because it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. I love the practices that you give. And on your Instagram, I also saw that you give a lot of like um, mantras or, um, you know, uh, affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. How do you come up with those? What are those affirmations? Well, normally I will sort of, I'll leave the week open and normally if I'm struggling with something, I will work through affirmations for it and then I'll write them down into the thing. So it all comes from things that I feel as though I need to improve on Mm. and um, specific areas that I would like to have affirmations for. So I come up with them to help me get through those and then I just put them in the graphics for everyone to be able to utilise. Hmm. There was one that you posted recently. I don't at all remember what it was, but I remember reading it going, Oh, I just feel better reading that. That's what I needed today. (laughs) You know? So they're not just these light, uh, sort of like what I like about them is a lot of times I read affirmations and they're like, I love myself. And you're like, that's great. <laughs> not really getting very deep. And what I love about your affirmations is there's something that really clicks. It really connects. And perhaps it's because you're such an eloquent writer that there's something in what you write. That's just like, mm, that, that feels good. That hits deeper. And then when it hits deeper, I can believe it. And then I can use that affirmation more strongly. So yeah, I really like those. So if you are listening, go to high vibe stripper 
on Instagram because those are some good affirmations. And also, then you'll get a chance to uh, watch Ginger grow. And I know you're <laughs> kind of starting this out. I grabbed you right at the beginning to do this interview. You know, the beginning of your your launch into this new uh, arena for yourself. And so thank you for humoring me because I don't know, it feels like it needed to happen. So (laughs) you're welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So if you could, we'll just kind of end it on this note and then I'll ask you like a random question that has nothing to do with anything. Okay. So so if you, um, let's pretend I am a baby stripper and I, and so industry terms, baby stripper is someone who's just starting out being a stripper and they're like green eyed or, you know, new baby eyes. And they're just looking at the world and they're thinking, wow, this is a lot. So what advice or what, what positivity or um, guidance would you give to someone like me, if I were just like green and starting out, just like, <laughs> I, um, for those of you just listening, I just made this really, uh, like terrified face, <laughs> <laughs> which I have had before. What am I doing? <laughs> um, well, the first thing I would focus on is cultivating gratitude mm-hmm. because it's so easy to neglect gratitude in this industry especially because we see how much others are making and we compare ourselves to even if, even if you're new and you've only been doing it like a month, you can compare yourself to your past experiences and be like, well, I made this on my first night, especially if you haven't built up an idea of how um, everything kind of ebbs and flows and goes up and down. You can compare easily compare to the past, but um, we can't attract abundance if we don't appreciate what we have and we can't build a positive life if we aren't showing our money the respect it deserves like I'd tell you to find ways to be grateful for your money if that means hugging it to your chest and thanking it or keeping an abundance log and logging even your slow nights at work whatever works Mm. your income will grow and your vibration will increase because you're focusing on the positive rather than the negative really Mm. I love that visual I have um, I have done this recently. Uh, first of all, I love the visual of hugging your money to your chest. You know, we have such an interesting conception of what money is and like almost it's, it's very similar to sex, um, mm. you know, in that it's like hidden. It's okay to exist, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> and, you know, like it's embarrassing and it's, it's, it's bad and all of these things, but this idea of taking your money, the cash that you just made and hugging it to your chest. And you know what I did, <laughs> I mean, this is, it is a little bit embarrassing for some reason to talk about, but I'm going to share it. So, uh, when I recently up until everything closed down, I was dancing. So at the beginning of this year, I was dancing and I loved it so much, you guys. I loved it so much. And when I came home, I would, um, like, sometimes I would put my money on my bed and sort of, like, roll around in it, like, get erotic (laughs) with it, you know? I'd be like, oh, yes. 
And, um, and I had a friend living with me at the time and we would both do it. We would both just be like, so loving with this money and erotic with the money. Um, because you know, like, I think the energy of eroticism is so powerful, Mm. right? So I'm just like, "Mm," like rubbing it on my body. And I also had this altar and I, it was like a, an altar of femininity because I'm very much, um, I love the feminine polarity that matches me, you know? And so I had this altar and I'd have all these symbols of like, um, femininity and prosperity. And I'd put my money up there and I would spray it with like, um, what was it? I have a a little bottle of, um, frankincense essential Mm. oil spray. And I would spray it with that and I would bless it and just, yeah, just like really like take away the shame of that money and put this beautiful, happy energy into it. So I love it. Like what specifically you hug it to your chest? What do you do with your money? If you don't mind me asking that really personal question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I like to breathe it in because even when I was a kid, I I loved the smell of money as a child. And I knew that my mother was a bit like, what's going on? (laughs) But for me as a child, like you, you, you don't have any of the, you don't understand a lot of the, um, negative connotations that people apply to money. So I just enjoyed the smell of money as a kid and I still do now. So I normally just like, I'll hold it up to my nose and I'll breathe it in and then I'll hold it to my chest and sort of go, "Mm, thank you. Mm. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Oh my God. I adore that. That's such a sweet image. And, and it really does. Like, I love that we're talking about this because let's take away that shame of like, money is this beautiful conduit of energy Mm. and energy is what we make of it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think this whole discussion has really shown like anything we do is what we make of it. Being a stripper is what we make of it. Being someone who works at a gas station is what you make of it. Being a CEO of a, you know, multi-million dollar company is what you make of it. And I think that's the new, you know, it's not, it's not the actions, but it's what the energy is that is carried through. So, Mm. okay. I'm going to think of a a random, a random question. What is, let's see, what's a fun random question. I'll ask you too. What (laughs) you're like, (laughs) what is, what is your Favorite activity to do when your time is all yours? Um, and I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> probably go for a walk. Mm, yeah. I love that. Yeah, like listen to a podcast and go for a walk. Like in like a really yeah. nice park or along the river. Mm love that and what is your favorite um essential oil or sage or you know um we'll just call it what's your favorite like sense or smell um that's so strange I was thinking about this today I was thinking to myself what is my favorite smell (laughs) (laughs) And then I I remember like sitting there and being like, 
I think my favorite smell is vanilla, but I think that's really like really vanilla. basic. And then I was like, <laughs> why am I judging myself for being basic? I should just like embrace it if I like it. <laughs> that is perfect. Oh my God. I love it. Oh yeah. Mm, I like vanilla too. That's good. Well, Ginger, thank you so much for being on here. And so I told everybody they can find you at High Vibe Stripper on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Is that where you want people to contact you or are there other places too? Yeah, um, mostly Instagram. I do have a Twitter and a YouTube as well, but I mostly hang out on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. So go find Ginger on Instagram and then she'll guide you to other places when you start showing up in those other places more. But like I said, I caught you right at the beginning of everything launching. So there's a reason for that. And I think um, it's really exciting. I can't wait to see where you go with this. So, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Thanks for, it's midnight uh, or past midnight where you are, Mm. right? So it's a good, you're a little bit of a night owl. (laughs) So thank you for showing up. All right, everyone, take care and I'll see you in another episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode for any links to all the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at alisonholly.com where you can receive a free guided meditation for healing sexual shame by subscribing to my newsletter. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.